action starts in 72 hours. Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story, bringing you a special Labor Day Monday edition of the Ben that and Matt right. Sportscast. That is right. Yes, yes. And uh, as I just said to you off-air, if it counts as off-air, we are about 72 hours away from the NFL season. I don't think a lot of folks, maybe you and me both and many, many others, didn't think we'd be here, but here we are. It's here. Let's do this thing. I... A hundred percent did not think we would be here, but I'm glad. I'm glad, glad we too. made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's the one sport uh, that is actually, you know, I guess that what that wasn't started already. Most sports had already started in 2020. Uh, it's the one league that is, you know, starting on schedule. There were no preseason games. That was weird. But uh, you know, back in April, they said that the season was going to start on September 10th, and here we are on September 7th, and the season is starting on September 10th, which is a nice change from what we've been going through the last six months. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, if you didn't listen, we did our AFC preview. Uh, both of us, I believe, had the Chiefs as the one seed, if my notes are to yes, be believed. Yep, yep. Uh, we didn't go through our playoff picks, but we did lay that all out. If you want to hear what we picked, uh, you can either fast forward to when we do our playoff picks at the end of this, or you, you can go back and listen to the whole episode. Uh, but let's be honest, the fact that you made it to this episode, I'm not going to ask you to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you certainly can if you want, though. Yeah. Look, it's there. It's free. We don't... That's right. That's right, yeah. In the immortal words of John Blutarski, don't cost nothing. That's <laughs> right. That's right. In fact, if you're so inclined, you can go back and listen to ones from the 2016, 17, 18, 19 seasons when we were talking ASU football right now and doing a recap of ASU's opener. Um, So, Matt, let's talk about the NFC. Uh, All right. Let's start with America's conference, the NFC East, and America's team with their new coach, Mike McCarthy. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, Yes. What are are you – thinking about the NFC East because for me I believe the hype about Dallas their offense was good before yeah, yeah and I'm high on Dallas very high I didn't I didn't know if you would be um but yeah I, I I'm with you on that no I am um I'm very high on Dallas I I'm I think that things got stale with Jason Garrett uh, I don't think Jason Garrett was the worst coach known to man like some people do but I think that they just, you know, last year was kind of one of those years where, like, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. They lost a lot of, like, toss-up games. Uh, they never really got much momentum going, and it just felt like they were stale. And, and, and I, you know, Mike McCarthy, I'm sure you have your thoughts on him based on being a Packer fan. I, I don't know that he was the greatest hire, but I think they just needed a new a new voice, quite honestly, and I, and I think that's going to help them. Yeah, well, Insanity's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting right. a different result, and that was trotting out Jason Garrett. It was, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had some success, um, but I just think it had it had gotten stale, and it was time to move on. Uh, probably a couple years ago, honestly, and 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 you know, here we are. They they finally did move on. Um, you know, the McCarthy thing is going to be interesting, and you can speak to it a little bit. I'm sure that you know he got stale in Green Bay. Yeah, his, his offense was criticized as being, you know, it wasn't adjusting. It wasn't, you know, embracing some of the new things that the NFL is doing. And supposedly, you know, if you believe Peter King, he wrote a big article about him last season during the season that 
you know, he'd spent the whole year, you know, basically, hey, figuring out what I'm going to do different, going to embrace some new things. Going to football we'll outsiders. See, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. and we'll see, I mean, you know, this this conversation strikes me as similar to the Herb Sendak, we're going to run and gun, which we always make fun of, um, you know, but sometimes coaches do that. Uh, we saw it last year with Ed Orgeron, you know, Ed Orgeron in the last year and a half became a different coach. He started, you know, he, he, he had a different approach to things. He said, we're going to open up this offense and look what happened. They did. So maybe Mike McCarthy can make that sort of change. And I think the talent's there. I love the draft pick of CD lamb. Really, really, really do. I think they got a tremendous deal with him and with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and, uh, you know, and Elliot coming off a full off season now, not, no holdout, no drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think offensively they're going to be really good. Well, and and Moore is, is a good play caller. I think we saw that. Yes, agreed. You know. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. And they kept him, so there's still some stability there with Prescott. Um, and you know, I'm I'm really high on Dak Prescott this year. I think he's going to have an excellent year. I think he's you know he's playing for that long term big contract. They gave him the franchise tag, which was probably the right thing to do. Um, you know, just as they worked together on what to do. Uh, I think he has a great year, and I, I think Dallas wins that division comfortably. I'm just not – Philly just seems like a team that everything was was rolling along, and for one reason or another, it just isn't anymore. Uh, they're always injured, too. They had a ton of injuries last year, and they're already having them this year. Andre Dillard out, out for the year to left tackle. Um, you know, Miles Sanders was banged up in preseason or training camp, I guess. I just don't trust him to stay healthy. Yeah, I have them as my seventh seed. I have them as my last wild card. I thought about taking them as a wild card. I ultimately didn't. I have them second in the division because I think very similar to last year, but but not. I mean, last year I think both teams finished eight eight or something like that. I think Dallas and Philly are the better teams, and the Giants and the Redskins are both. You know, they're 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 building. You know, they're hopefully turning things around. I think Washington is in complete rebuild mode. You know, that was part of the reason I think that behind, you know, releasing Peterson, like let's, let's get our young guys in there. They got a new coach. They got a new front office. You know, this is, this is the time to kind of lay the foundation and and see what we got. And it's probably not going to result in a lot of wins. Ultimately, that's why I wound up putting Philly in. I know I put them in as the seven seed, but yeah. I, I, I don't think talent wise, they are as good because they're not healthy compared to some of the teams yeah. that I left out. But I think that they're going to get four wins with the two Giants games and the two Redskins games. Could be, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see Carson Wentz have a fully healthy year and, you know, recapture that form. And he had a really good year last year, kind of unappreciated because they had so many injuries. Uh, But he, you know, he got them in the playoffs and then he gets hurt, you know, in the first quarter. I'm rooting for the guy to stay healthy and, and produce. But ultimately, I think Dallas. You know, if I had to pick games, we didn't, you know, we didn't necessarily do this with the AFC, but I, I'd say, you know, Dallas 11 and 5, 12 and 4, something like that. And Philly's more of an 8 and 8, 9 and 7 to me. So I have Dallas as my one seed. I, I am very okay. high on Dallas. I, I think, you know, I agree with a lot of the talking heads who, who say coaching consistency is going to matter for this mm-hmm. season more than it mm-hmm. would in most, but he's leaving the play calling to more. And, right. and therefore, right. it's just CEO-level decision-making, yes. which is better yes. than having Garrett do that. So, agreed, agreed. Yeah, well, you know, you and I are on the same page. I have Dallas as my one seat as well. I, 
I didn't honestly expect that we would agree on that. Um, so uh, color me surprised. I thought I was I thought I was making a bold pick there, but I guess we're both we're both making bold picks. Yeah, I I think my boldness will come from the uh, the South and my okay. my disrespect. So let's go to the the South. Um, well, okay, hold on. Before we leave the East, let's do our division order. So you got Dallas, Philly. So do I. I realize neither of us are high on the Giants, Redskins, but let's do our order. What's yours? Uh, that order: Giants, then Redskins. Giants, Redskins. Okay, me too. I think. Or yeah, I'm sorry, think... Giants, Washington, professional football team. Oh yeah, man. The, sorry, yeah. Get used to that. If the mm-hmm. if the Washington team is good this year, and we're talking about them, I'm going to call them the Redskins because until they have a new nickname, I'm not going to refer to them as that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go Giants, Washington, uh, in that order. I think the Giants are a little bit better. But I think both are, you know, five wins or less. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, this is a, is Dwayne Haskins really our guy? Or is yeah. it Trevor Lawrence? Uh, yeah. yeah. Justin yeah. Fields. Um, interesting. I mean, I, I like Haskins. I, I'm, kind of, I'm rooting for him to do well. But it certainly will be interesting if he doesn't play well. Does Alex Smith get back in there? He made the 53-man roster. It'd be, it'd be man, a great you know, story, especially if they're bad. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to you know have that feel good moment. I mean, and and really, even if they are struggling, and maybe Haskins has played well, but even just to get him in there late in the year or something like that, maybe you know you could do it in front of some fans by later in the season. Seems like some teams are heading that way. It'd be a cool moment for him to get back out there and get the recognition for at least what he's tried to do to come back. I agree. Well, do you want to move to the South, or do you want to go somewhere else? The South is my... We go South. Okay. We go South, yeah. Yeah, let's go. For me, the reason why I think my South pick is the most interesting is I have only the Saints to make the playoffs in the South. Um, Well, then we agree on that, too. (laughs) uh, Well, both of us thought our bold... Yeah, I guess we're... We did not talk about this before. If anybody is listening and thinking we're we're faking this agreement, uh, we didn't. But, uh, yeah, I, I have the same situation. I think the Saints, um, if Breeze can stay healthy, because I do think the lack of a Teddy Bridgewater behind him mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. matter. But if could, he stays yeah. healthy, I think they are the class of the division. And Tampa, okay, I get it. You've brought in a former first-round picket running back, a former yeah. all-pro tight end, a former all-pro quarterback. None of those guys are current that thing. Right, it's it's a little bit of an all star team feel with them, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. like it's, uh, uh, you know, and and it could work great, um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little leery on just expecting it to. Uh, you know, again, we're coming off a very unusual off season. They've had no preseason games to try anything out. They've had, you know, they they didn't have OTAs. They didn't have any of that. Brady learning a, a, a new offense for the first time in his career, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, since he since he was a rookie, essentially. Um, and look, he's a smart guy. I'm sure, you know, I'm not, I'm not expecting him to struggle like a rookie, but it's still different. And, and, you know, Gronkowski didn't play last year. And when he has played over the last several years, he's, he's always banged up to expect you're getting 16 healthy games from Gronkowski is, it's very unlikely. Now, maybe he can give you 10 and maybe that's all you need, but you know, he's, he's just not consistently healthy. Um, you know, Fournette was great two years ago with the Jaguars, but wasn't very good last year. LaShawn McCoy, I think, is all all washed. I'm, I'm surprised he got another job, to be honest. I mean, he, just, he contributed very little to Kansas City last year. 
Um, Ronald Jones is okay, you know, but it like it, it's an interesting team because I think defensively they could be pretty good. They were on their way to that last year, um, and so if the offense is above average, you know, maybe they can win the division. But I, I just think there's too many new pieces being thrown together to expect this to all work. If we had a normal off season, maybe, but it was anything but. So I, I just I'm not buying in. Yeah, I, I think that of all of these, the most overhyped move is Gronkowski. I mean, maybe I so I'll too. maybe I'll be eating my words come you know week eight or nine, but yeah, I I think it's more yeah. likely that he has one or two touchdowns and winds up on IR than he's an All Pro tight end. Then he's got ten plus, and yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I mean, and and I, you know I think there's a there's a legitimate question to be asked of. You know, like when does it when does it catch up to Brady? Was that last year? Because he wasn't very good last year. I know they you know they didn't have very good receivers and there was excuses and offensive line injuries and you know those are legitimate. But he wasn't very good last year. You know, if he wasn't Tom Brady, if he was, you know, if you put his performance of a season with with Jimmy Garoppolo, we'd be saying that that guy probably needs to get replaced um, because Jimmy Garoppolo had a better year and people were ready to replace him anyway. So, like, you know, I, I don't know. Are we are we just going to assume Tom Brady continues to, you know, play like 20, 2010 Tom Brady forever? Because I don't think he's going to. No, I don't either. I, I think when you look up at the end of the season, both the Bucks and the Pats missed the playoffs. And yeah, yeah. You know, you get uh, the ESPN feature of when was the last time that happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be an interesting referendum, I suppose, on, you know, and, and probably not a fair referendum, but it, it's going to be anyway of, you know, uh, you, you know, is Belichick better than Brady? Is Brady better than Belichick? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make snap judgments on that based on one season when we probably shouldn't. But, uh, you know, it, it will be interesting to see how both teams do. And, you know, what is what is kind of I mean, I know it's been known now for about six months, but it, it's because of the old all off season, it's like you know, wow, we're really going to see Brady play for another team. That seems weird. Um, you know, it's it's going to happen. We're going to see the Patriots without Brady uh, on Sunday afternoon. You know, at Foxborough, it's not going to be Brady, which is weird to think. But you know, hey, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm more than okay with it, and I'm uh, I'm glad to see them go their separate ways. Yeah. Uh, but you... going back to the Saints, I'm with you. I I think they're. They're the best team in the division. I do wonder when does, you know, when is too much, too much, if you know what I mean? Like with the painstaking playoff losses three years in a row, mm-hmm. like can they continue to come back from those? I don't know, but I'm, I'm going on the assumption that they can this year at least. Yeah, I, I think this is a, a farewell tour of sorts for Drew Brees. Yeah. Um, and I just think that they, I, I think they win the division. I think, you know, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Carolina all finish between six and ten and eight and eight. And I, I, I just, I think Tampa Bay finishes second, Atlanta third, Carolina fourth. But I, if you told yeah. me that I got that entirely backwards, okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go that order too. It feels like Carolina is kind of in Washington mold in a way that that you know they're. They're tearing it down. I mean, Keekley retired. Cam's gone. Olsen's gone. You know, Rivera's gone. I mean, the, the the foundation of that, you know, 
team that, that went to the Super Bowl five years ago is completely gone now. Um, you know, I, I hope things go okay for them because of Bridgewater. I think, you know, he sort of out Alex Smith, just a great story um, to, you know, even have that chance. But um, I think they're the last place team in the division. I think Atlanta's a team that could make some noise. They finished strong last year. Saved Dan Quinn's job, when, I think, 7-2 and two down the stretch after getting off to a miserable start. Um, and, and maybe they can make a little noise. I'd probably go the same order as you, Tampa Tampa 2, Atlanta 3, but I think those are kind of a, a toss-up, uh, just barely missing out on the playoffs as far as I'm concerned. Both of them, I think, they you know, 8-9 to nine wins. Yeah, I've got – I mean, I have everybody else missing the playoffs just like you. Uh, yeah. I, I think for – for me, they'll be competitive with each other, but but I think that the West and the North are going to be better at the top. I agree. Than the South. I agree. You know? I think you can make a pretty a, a decent case for any team in the West and the North making the playoffs. I mean, I, I know people are way down on the Bears, and I'm not picking the Bears to make the playoffs, but they were in the playoffs two years ago. And, and they're not that much different now. They had a, you know, a bad year last year. They regressed in every way. But, you know, like even a team like them, which I think, you know, there isn't a lot of expectation for, any of those teams could make it, whereas I don't feel that way about the East and, and the South. Yeah. Um, let's move over to – let's do the North because I'm right. a homer. Okay. We're sounds just going to move our way across the country. Yes, um, sounds good. Sounds good. I'm taking the Packers. I, I don't think that they will be anywhere near the record they had last year. Yeah. Um, I think sort of the opposite where I said I think Philly will get four wins. I think no one in the North has an easy time. Um, I don't think – Yeah. I, I, I would Agreed. be shocked if a team swept the North and went 6-0. Agreed. Six and oh. Agreed. No, I, I'm, I'm with you there. That said, I, I think the Packers have enough to eke it out over the Vikings, um, who I do have finishing second. Yeah, okay. And then I've got it, Lions, Bears. I, I just mm-hmm. don't – this trubisky Foles thing, I, I'm, I'm flummoxed Agreed. by how we got Agreed. here. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, so we'll go back to – who I think is going to win the division, but with the Bears, I, I have them last in the division, even though I'm not real down on them. But, but I, I think, um, yeah, the Trubisky thing—it it just feels like, like things. I think we talked about this last year. If we didn't, I know I was thinking it. You know, things went south for him so fast. They made the playoffs in 2018. They won the division. They 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 lose the playoff game on a missed kick. He takes them down the field, gives them, you know, puts them in position to win that game. And, and then it was like two or three games into last year, you know, everybody was ready to write him off. Like, man, where did, where did it go? And, and it, you know, up to the head coach. Like, I'm not sure that Matt Nagy really wants Mitch Trubisky. Um, you know, remember, he was with Kansas City when they got Mahomes. He wasn't there when they drafted Trubisky. So yeah. I don't know that he really believes in him. And, and the fact, I mean, like, Trubisky is really playing under such a weight of not only, you know, just not sure your coaching staff believes in you, but the guys who were drafted behind you, Mahomes and Watson, are two of the, you know, what, five, six, seven best quarterbacks in the NFL, probably. They both signed mega contracts in the last couple months. 
Um, you know, and, and so the comparison is not favorable for him. Like I think Trubisky's a decent, serviceable quarterback, but when you look at the two quarterbacks who were drafted, you know, within ten picks of him, and they look like you know all pro level players, that's a hard one to get past. And, and the Bears fans are just they're a lair lot that will turn on you quick. They just yeah. will, and they did last year. Well, and your point about Trubisky at, at, in a vacuum is well taken. He is a guy who can competently battle and probably beat out Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's just not enough. It's not enough when you, when, you know, and it's it's the whole package with him. They traded up, they traded a big ransom to go up one spot to take him. And, and they, you know, and then you see. Now, admittedly, and I think it's always one of those sort of unfair things, no one... Not, not one of the draft Knicks was saying, you know, you should take Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson with that pick. It was pretty widely the consensus that Trubisky was going to be the first quarterback taken. Was that wrong? Sure looks like it. You know, but, but the fact is that that's what most people expected to happen. But now you look at it, and of course, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, and you see Mahomes has an MVP and a Super Bowl. You see Watson has, you know, taken his team to the playoffs a couple times and looks like, you know, a future star. And you see Trubisky look like, you know, at his best, maybe he's an Alex Smith. That's not great. And and especially for a franchise that's aching for a great quarterback and has been for 30-plus years since Jim McMahon, uh, you know, the, the pressure is just really high there. And I just don't know if he's up to it. So here's, here's what I'm noticing, Matt. I had Philly. You had no one. Right. We both had no one in the South. Right. So you have, I have three from the north. That is correct. If you're wondering about that, yes. Okay. All right. I have the other three teams making it. I have I have Minnesota winning the division, um, like that pickup of Ngakwe there that they you know a couple what a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to be really good on defense. Um, they were last year, and I think that makes them better. Um, and so I got Minnesota winning the division with Lions two, Packers three, but both making the playoffs. Okay, I only have the Packers making it. I have my double up in the West. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going high on the North. You know, I pretty much almost every year take the Lions, and now with this extra playoff team, it's even easier to take the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's that's a, a kind of a gimme for me, in all honesty, um, that I'm going to take them. And, I, you know, I, I'm going – I'm banking on uh, Stafford being healthy, first of all. He was playing really well last year until he got hurt. Um, maybe they get a little – just a, a little bit of contribution from Adrian Peterson. He had a good year last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's one of those that I think eventually it's going to just fall off and be done for him. But it hasn't happened yet. So yeah. Maybe he helps. And, you know, they got DeAndre Swift in the draft. And, you know, so they could get a running game, which they have never had with Stafford. I mean, the, the numbers are just incredibly bad with what they've had in their running game, you know, his entire career. They get just a little bit of a running game. You know, and you give him something, and, and Patricia gets the defense going a little bit better, which, you know, they drafted Okuda. They made some nice pickups, I thought. I'm, I'm banking on them to make the improvement necessary, because if they don't, I'll probably have another new head coach. Yeah, I I think that they will be better. Um, and, and frankly, I'm surprised that I'm saying this. I think Patricia had a good offseason, at least media-wise. I think so, too. He, yeah. You know, he got a lot of positive buzz and a lot of positive commentary from the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to be the case, but they were, 
they were out front on the whole, like they were the first team to do any sort of like show of racial equality or whatever and take a, you know, protest a practice or cancel a practice or whatever. And a lot of teams fell in line with them after that, but maybe that's a, a rallying force for them. You know, I, I'm stealing that point. Admittedly, I think I read an article on the athletics saying that, but it might be, you know, when, when you, when you have buy-in from everybody being on the same page, Maybe that's something that they say, you know, hey, we're, we're all in this together. Let's do it. I don't know. Um, let's go to the West, and then we're going to have to go back through, because I think I've lost the thread on what finish besides both of us having Dallas number one. Well, so, yeah, we haven't done seeds. So you have just the Packers going. You have Minnesota two, Detroit three, but neither neither is a wild card? Yes. Okay. So, so far you've got Philly. As a wild card, that's your only one, and I've got Detroit and and Green Bay, I should say. In the West, I have everyone but the Rams making the playoffs. Um, I'm hanging up on you. You're hanging no, up on really. me. <laughs> that means you're picking the Cardinals. I am. I am. I'm picking. You're. You know, we. You're. You're not gonna like this. I'm just gonna say it. Before when we were talking, after we finished recording last week, where you. Mentioned yes. that you might take someone to be your MVP, but you're probably not. I'm yeah. taking it. I'm taking hopefully Kyler Murray as my MVP him. pick. Yeah, hopefully he has as much success as, as the last time you picked a Murray quarterback to win a major award. Yeah, well, I don't have a great track record with these. <laughs> I'm not. No, I think they're going to be better. But okay, you give me give me your West picks, and I'll and then I'll jump in with mine. So I'm going Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. I think okay. starting in reverse order, I think the bottom falls out for the Rams. I Really? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the more I think about it, maybe he's not the wonderkind, Sean McVay. Maybe yeah. he had a new thing that no one had seen, and then it just wasn't that impressive once everyone figured it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, this, I, I is mean, the, this is the make or break year for McVay, I think. Probably in a way. Well, because I mean, you're also getting rid of Wade sold. Phillips, you know. True, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sold that he's, the, you know, the next Bill Walsh based on a couple of good years. Yeah, you know, maybe he is, but I'm not sold on that yet. Um, I think I thought about taking them to make the playoffs. I'm ultimately not doing so. Um, you know, I, I think it was kind of one of those years last year, sort of like Dallas, where it just felt like everything went wrong that could have gone wrong. Todd Gurley. Gave him nothing, basically. Um, they moved on from him. And, you know, I, I like Cam Akers there. I think he could kind of be not exactly what Gurley was at his best, but give them something. It, to me, it, it's a little bit how much you believe in Jared Goff, and I'm not quite on the Jared Goff bandwagon. Not only, you know, it's a, it's a fairly empty bandwagon now based on last year. Um, I'm not ready to buy into the total bounce back. But I, I think there's still a, a good team um, – don't quite have them in the playoffs. I have them third. I have the Cardinals fourth. Yeah, that Card- was as, that was as automatic as who you're picking in the territorial cup. I mean, admittedly, it's partly <laughs> biased. Yeah. Now, I, I do. I would say I think I think you could easily have that division end with every team with seven or more wins. Yeah. Uh, you know, wouldn't wouldn't shock me if like you know, in week fifteen, all of them are still alive for the playoffs type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I have it actually finishing in the exact order it finished last year. I have San Francisco winning, Seattle second, LA third, and Arizona fourth, um, with slightly more evenly distributed in the standings. I don't, you know, I think San Francisco, I think they what 
won 13 plus 13 or 14 last year. I don't think they'll yeah. win that many. But, but I think they win the division. I think, you know, Arizona doesn't finish, what, 4-12 and 12 or whatever they were last year. Be yeah. a little bit better. I think that that Hopkins trade becomes critical, not because I necessarily think Hopkins is going to have a great year, yeah. but I think that it makes Christian Kirk, uh, I mean, putting him as yeah. your prohibitive three versus your yeah. two, Yeah, I really like yeah, that. I mean, I've, I've been I high on that, him since high school, though. Yeah, No, you have. You have. And, and he's a good player, and I think offensively they'll be pretty good. I just don't know that I... I don't know that I trust a Cliff Kingsbury team to be good enough defensively. And, and why? Because they never have been. Um, and, you know, I just, I'm not sure that I, I believe in that, that they could, you know, get enough stops to win a game because you know, NFL defenses are better than college defense. They're going to figure some things out uh, as the season goes along that he does and take some things away. And, and then can your defense get stops? I, just, I don't know that I trust it. Um, Admittedly, I hate him, though. So, you know, everything I say has to be taken with a little bit of a grain of salt. Uh, it seems like, though, we both have Seattle making the playoffs out of that two spot. I do. I do, yeah. I, I You know, I, I, Seattle's just one of those teams. I, I think it's, uh, you know, as long as as long as long it's Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, it feels like they're going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Um, they've done it all but one year together. Uh, I You know, I'd love to see Pete Carroll at some point say, you know what? Let's just take the handcuffs off. Let's stop trying to play like we're, you know, Jim Harbaugh's Stanford team and just just open it up. Let's let Russell Wilson throw it 40 times a game and and really become a passing team. But I don't think they're going to. You know, the, the acquisition of Jamal Adams was just more of a signal. I like the trade, but it was mm-hmm. more of a signal that their philosophy is defense and run game and, you know, just, you know, trust Russell Wilson to bail you out in the fourth quarter, which he does more often than not. But I, I would love to see them just unleash him sometime, but I'm not sure it's ever going to happen. It's a weird strategy to be keep it close, then try our best offense. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how it's been almost since since their you know their Super Bowl year. Um, you know, even when they were at their very best, and they had a great defense then, obviously with, with you know Sherman and Chancellor and Thomas and all those guys. Um, but it, it just feels like that's what they. Yeah, it's like you know you turn on a Seahawks game in the fourth quarter. They're, they're down by somewhere between, you know, one and ten points. And now Russell Wilson gets to just run around and make plays, and he's going to lead him down to a score. And he might lead him to two scores to win the game. He might not, but it's going to come close. And, I mean, he makes it thrilling, but I would love to see them just let him be him for four quarters rather than just in the fourth. But that seems to be what they are stubbornly attached to. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see it. We're not going to see it. We're not going to. We're not. I mean, you know, they 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 dumped you know Bevel a few years ago or a couple years ago, and but they the brought Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like even more. I guess. when they had a chance to make an imaginative offensive coordinator hire, they made a less imaginative one. Uh, so they didn't like the creativity of a Daryl Bevel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so it's just you know, and it, I mean, again, it works for the most part. They've been in the playoffs. I mean, Wilson's been in the league eight years. They've made the playoffs seven times. Uh, you know, they've, they've won a playoff game in most of those years. So it's not like it's not working, but boy, you know, you're, you're paying Russell Wilson a ton of money. And when you let him go, he plays at an MVP level. So let him go, see what happens. But it just, it's like Pete Carroll just can't quite bring himself to do that. Yeah. Um, so I have Dallas one, 
Niners 2, Saints 3, Packers 4, and then Seahawks, Cardinals, Eagles. Okay. So I have Dallas 1, Niners 2. We're on the same page with that. I have Vikings 3, Saints 4 for my division winners. And then I have Seahawks 5, Lions 6, Packers 7. Before we do our playoff picks, uh, I told you my MVP, Kyler Murray, Matt. Dak Prescott. I'm, uh, I, I kind of hinted at it when we were talking Dallas. And if Greg Powell, who is one of our few listeners, is listening and listened to last week's when I say I jinx guys, I'm not trying to. I like Dak Prescott. Uh, hopefully this will be the end of that streak and I'll, I'll be uh, proven wise with this pick. Uh, I have also made a Coach of the Year and Rookie of the Year selection. Um, okay. Give me yours and I'll, I'll think of mine quickly. All right, my, my Rookie of the Year, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I like that. I think, I, like it's that a, I think it's a really good system, a really good setup, and I think he winds up by week three or four just being the guy. That's a good pick. Um, I think about stealing it, but I'll, I'll pick somebody else just to, just to be different. Uh, and then for Coach of the Year, I'm going with my AFC six-seeded Titans and Mike Vrabel. I think okay. it's, I think it's half okay. for this year and half for last year's playoffs. Gotcha, gotcha. I'll go. So Coach of the Year, I'm going to go Mike Tomlin. I think he gets the love that he kind of started earning with that season last year where he got them to, what, 9-7 and seven with, with no offense, basically. Um, and I, you know, I had them winning the North. Uh, rookie of the Year... I'm going to go same position, but I'm going to go Clyde Edwards-Elair from the Kansas City Chiefs. I like it. I mean, Just feel like he's going to get a lot of catches and carries. They don't really have a, another you know big time back, and it's such a good offense that he'll he'll put up numbers. I like it. I like it. Um, do you want to go AFC picks? How do you how do you want to do this? Well, yeah, we'll we'll do we'll go through the AFC round by round, and then we'll do the NFC, and we'll meet in the Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium, I guess. Okay. Um, to go back to my AFC, I had Kansas City one with the bye. Then I have Ravens Browns <laughs> in a Cleveland hates you matchup. <laughs> yes. Uh, then Bills Titans and Colts Steelers were mine. Okay. So right. I have. Uh, the Ravens beating the Browns, the Colts over the Steelers, but the Titans over the Bills. Okay, okay. Heartache at, at the uh, Buffalo Bills Stadium, whatever it's called now. Uh, I, I think, field, are they just calling it Bills Stadium? Did I see? They it? might be for the year, yeah. New Era backed out. But uh, okay, okay. Well, we're not going to be all that different because I had, so I had Chiefs one. I had Steelers two playing the Raiders. I'll take the Steelers to win that one. I had Colts Patriots in the three six, a, a throwback to the old days. I'll go Colts win that one, and I have Ravens Bills in the four five. And like you, I have the Bills losing a home playoff game, so heartache in Buffalo. All right. Uh, Which, so you go to round two then? Yes, and I have in this Kansas City's hosting Tennessee, and the Colts and the Ravens. Uh, okay. I, and I'm taking the Chiefs and then the Colts on the road beat the Ravens. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. All right, so I've got Steelers, 
Colts in the 2-3, and then I've got Chiefs-Ravens, the game everybody thought we were getting in last year's AFC title game, but we didn't. I'm going to go Chiefs over the Ravens, but the Ravens do win a playoff game to get that that uh, monkey off the back of Lamar Jackson, at least. And then I'll go Steelers over Colts. Okay. Uh, so then I have Colts, Chiefs, and Phil Rivers Magic, baby. Colts to the Super Bowl. Alright, well, both of us are picking the, the defending champions to get beat at Arrowhead in the conference title game. That probably doesn't seem smart, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm doing it too. I'm going Steelers over the Chiefs. Ben Roethlisberger gets back to his fourth Super Bowl of his career when everybody gave up on him after last year. Alright, let's jump across now to the NFC. Alrighty. I have to go over it again. Dallas by Niners-Eagles. Saints, Cardinals, Packers, Seahawks, and I go straight chalk with my division winners. Uh, Green Bay, San Francisco, and New Orleans win, which winds up with Dallas against Green Bay 1-4, and the Niners and New Orleans 2-3. Okay, okay. Well, like you, I had Dallas 1 getting to buy. I had Niners-Packers, your nightmare matchup based on history. Uh, I'm going Niners to win that one in the 2-7. Why wouldn't you? Why would well, you? yeah, I mean, they, they kind of have their number lately, so I, I'm going to, yeah. Um, I'm going Vikings-Lions in the 3-6, but that's my upset special. The Lions go into Minnesota and get the first playoff win of Matt Stafford's career. And then Saints-Seahawks, I've got the Saints winning in the Dome. Though I'd be tempted to pick against them because their playoff run of late hasn't been great, but I'll go Saints. Matt, I have a question about that Packers-Niners game. Did, did we yes. get blown out, or did we make it look okay? <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me go through my simulation here real quick. It was it was 27-17. to 17. So I have to actually watch the whole game. Okay. All yeah, right. probably. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and then I've got Dallas over the Packers, Mike McCarthy, revenge, revenge game. Revenge of Mike McCarthy, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And then I have... Saints on the road over the Niners to set up okay. a Dallas New Orleans Jerry World. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I like that. All right, so I've got Cowboys Lions. I really, really, really want to pick Matt Stafford to go back to Dallas and upset the Cowboys, but I'm not going to. I'm going to pick Dallas uh, to win that one, and then I've got Niners over the Saints at Levi's Stadium, getting back to the NFC title game for the second straight year and giving us. A classic throwback 90s matchup of Cowboys-Niners in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot more exciting, I think, on paper than New Orleans-Dallas, my game. Well, I mean, that'd be a good game, though, too. I'm talking about for people who are our age or older. That's true, that's true. The the casual fan, yeah, you can can get people into Dallas-San Francisco very easily. Um, But, of course, for me, in what I think is the farewell swan song season... Drew Brees goes into Jerry World, where they have a sellout crowd, because Jerry Jones will just fill that place with people, regardless of situation, Uh, and they beat the Cowboys, because I can't pick Mike McCarthy to go to the Super Bowl the first year back in the league. (laughs) Well, I am. I am picking Dallas to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm high on Dallas. I didn't, admittedly, when we started this conversation, I thought when I said that, you'd be like, oh my god, Um, you know, you're, you're almost as high on Dallas. Uh, but I am picking Dallas to beat San Francisco and give us a uh, – so I went with a 90s matchup in the NFC title game of San Francisco-Dallas. I'm going with a 1970s classic Super Bowl matchup, 
Steelers-Cowboys for, I guess, what would be the fourth time in history. Well, we have no one the same, which is rare for us. Um, That's true. It's true. I've got Colts Saints and the magic run. The magic run, though, stops for Drew Brees. And Phil Rivers gets his first Super Bowl, cementing his Hall of Fame position. It would do so. There's no doubt about that. And cementing his career ending, making the $25 million one-year deal worth it. Okay, okay. So you got the Colts holding up the Lombardi Trophy. Yes. I I didn't know how we were going to get here, but we got here with the Colts winning it all. Okay, gotcha. All right, well, I am going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers doing what they did in the 70s twice to Dallas, beating Dallas in the Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger gets his third ring. Maybe he rides off into the sunset, maybe he doesn't. But, you know, if, if there was any doubt about his Hall of Fame credentials, and I don't think there is. I don't think there is. He rests the case there with a third Super Bowl championship and gets his first Super Bowl MVP. Let's throw that in there, too. Ah, I like that. Since he, since he ridiculously did not get it for Super Bowl Forty Three when they gave it to Santonio Holmes. Yeah. That was ridiculous. It kind of was. He was great at Super Bowl Forty Three. He should have got it. Forty, no chance. But Forty Three, he should have won. That's just forty. There was only range. one answer for Forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he did not play well in Super Bowl Forty, but uh, he was really, really good against the Cardinals in that Super Bowl. And I, I'm stunned that he didn't get MVP. So uh, they write that wrong. He wins MVP. Answers all the questions. So both of them are going with an old quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. After last year's, you know, young quarterbacks take over the league, Mahomes, Lamar, Watson, Garoppolo, etc. We're, we're going against the tide. Yeah, I think that that's smart, though. I mean, I think there's just a little bit left in the tank for some of these guys. And I think that's the case. I think Roethlisberger, after the year off, is going to have a resurgent year. Uh, now, but I'd be regretting this if he has, you know, elbow pain in week two. Yes. But well, I'm going. I'm going to bank on him staying healthy. I'm just excited that we both picked a 2004 draft quarterback after Eli Manning retired. We did. We <laughs> did. Yes. This. Uh, yeah. This is going to be what the first NFL Sunday uh, without you know, or first NFL season at least. There might have been a Sunday, but uh, without a, a Manning playing since 1997. That's. I didn't think about that, but yes. Yeah, 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 because, you know, Peyton missed the one year, but Eli played that whole year. They won the Super Bowl that year, and uh, obviously he's been going since then. So, yeah, there will be no Mannings, but in about a month, Louisiana high school football kicks off, and Arch Manning, the next generation, will be under center for Newman. So, just wait. There'll be another Manning coming in the future, I believe. Do you have that? Newman High School jersey already, or is that... Not yet, not yet, but I, uh, well, let's say this, my intention prior to everything that's happened was to go see Young Arch this year. That's probably not going to happen, but uh, it's certainly on my radar for 2021 to try to get to see him in his junior campaign. I I hope that my prediction's right, not just because I like being right. Sure. But that would leave J.P. Losman as the only first-round quarterback from that draft to not win a ring. You're right. And he probably stay that way. I don't think he's going to get one unless he gets into coaching or something like that. Yeah, because I don't believe he backed up any team that won. He uh, did not. He did not. No, he didn't get a he didn't get a David Carr Super Bowl ring or anything like that. Yeah. So David Carr did get one with the Giants, I believe. If I remember right, he was a backup for one of those two teams. But yeah, yeah I don't I don't believe JP was on any uh, 
and he, or, or Byron Leftwich, another guy who got a Super Bowl ring as a backup, first round pick. Um, before we go, uh, NBA very briefly did not see the Bucks implosion coming, but uh, that's, no, that's no, fun. yeah, it's been surprising. Uh, Miami is is playing good ball. They should have finished him off yesterday. Yeah, um, and, you know they they I, I know Jimmy Butler said it, and I think he was right. They they took their foot off the gas in the second quarter when Giannis went out. I think they thought they were just going to cruise. Um, and you know Middleton stepped up, made made big shot after big shot. It seemed like down the stretch, or the third quarter especially. Uh, but yeah, and Miami's been playing good ball, and boy, Boston is putting it to Toronto right now. So it looks like they're going to be up three two. Yeah, and then uh, in the West. The Rockets and Lakers all even at one apiece with yeah. a defensive-minded Rockets squad. Yeah, yeah, boy, they—they. They, I was surprised at Game One, um, although in in some ways I guess it, you know, the Lakers had so many days off, and sometimes that's the game that you steal. But boy, they came back. I mean, I thought they were going to get blown out last night. It, it looked that way at halftime, and they came back, took the lead at the end of the third quarter. So that's an interesting series, you know. There's there's some some smart NBA people, smarter than me, who say that the Rockets have, you know, some elements that are going to be a problem for the Lakers. I still am not sure I'm buying that, but maybe they know what they're talking about. So far, it looks like they kind of do. Uh, and then I guess the last one worth mentioning tonight, after we're done recording, Clippers Nuggets. Yeah, uh, yeah. To break a one-all tie there, it'd be really interesting if the Nuggets and Rockets were the ones who came out of these two. It would. You gotta believe that uh, Adam Silver and the suits in New York don't agree with us on that. But it'd be interesting. Yeah, they uh, they desperately want the Lakers and the Clippers to, you know, that that would that would be the series that would put the most eyeballs on the TV. I would think. Um, but you know, I'm I'm a little torn. Not, I mean, not completely torn. I want the Lakers to win because I like LeBron. I'd love to see LeBron win another title with the Lakers. But I do love James Harden as well. So if they would win, I wouldn't be totally upset. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Rockets because James Harden. Not I mean, you know, that's the thing. If I was confident, and I'm not, that the Rockets could beat the Clippers, it'd be a totally different calculation. But I'm not at all confident. Um, I, you know, I just feel like that would be a bad matchup for them, and, and it might be a four-game sweep. Um, so I, I just don't believe in them. When it comes down to it, I don't believe in a Mike D'Antoni coached team to win a big time series in the playoffs. Why? Uh, I well, guess, you know, never happened before. A decade plus of history. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, doesn't mean he can't do it. Andy Reid just did it last year. He, he got over the hump and won his first Super Bowl. and maybe Mike D'Antoni could do the same, but I don't believe in it. There's, there's not a Patrick Mahomes there to bail him out. I don't think as much as I love James Harden, I don't think he's it. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about real honest to goodness, Official counting in the stats football. football. Yes, yes. By the time we talk next, there will be a real football game played and some real college games. I mean, there have been some real college games, but some Power 5 games. But colleges ACC I've heard of and, and you've heard of. ACC and Big 12 get underway. And let's let's do it real quick. I forgot. Three words or less. You can go slightly more than three words. Give me your national champion and your Heisman winner for college. All right. Um, my national champion is Alabama. Okay. What about you? Who you got? Who you like? Clemson Tigers. Interesting. Over Alabama. Part whatever. <laughs> part like seventeen. Part like five. Lost count. Part five, right? Uh, I I mean I I'm I'm not kidding. I think it is five. I think it, it is because right? it's they four in the title game and one in the. 
the one semifinal at the Sugar Bowl, I remember, and then have they played three title games against each other? I think it's three, and, and Clemson's two and one. Yes, yes, because Watson beat him and Lawrence beat him, and then beat, they beat Clemson here in Phoenix, yes. So, yeah, it would be the fourth if that happens. And uh, what about your Heisman Trophy winner? Heisman winner, I'm going to go Sam Howell from North Carolina, quarterback. All right, I like that. I'm going to take Najee Harris because... Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, just go all in. Gotcha, gotcha. I'd like to take Lawrence. I'd love to see Lawrence win it. But I still, even in a weird season like this, I still think that, you know, the preseason favorite has a hard time getting it done. Because Now, maybe this is the year to do it because there'll be less games. There'll be less chance for a dark horse guy. Uh, but I think North Carolina has a pretty good year. And I think we are a year or two away from North Carolina being a national championship contender. They are recruiting extremely well. And I, I think by 21 or 22, we're going to be talking about them to make the playoffs. Nice. Maybe that'll be our Clemson game. It might be. It might be. Yes, yes. I would not, would not fight that notion at all. Uh, well, we'll talk about the real football until next time. It's uh, Let's strike that. I, I, could edit <laughs> it. I could edit this. I could undo this. But look, no one made it here anyway. We're live on tape, so it's okay. Go ahead. Next time we'll talk about football. He's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. There we go. That's it. There we go. All right. Now I'm hitting stop.